It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Stretford Paddock Podcast. My name is Joe. That is Stephen Housen. That is Adam McCola. We're going to be talking a little bit about Camavinga, a little bit about the Euros, just, you know, all the sort of United stories that have been Luke going Shaw, on over the last week. Luke Shaw, we're going to be going on Luke Shaw. We're going to look a little bit ahead at the England game tomorrow as well because this is the last podcast we'll do before I've got that a question happens. for you. Go on, Stephen. Should I buy a black Germany kit to wear tomorrow night on the watch? I've got one already. It's really got, nice. You got one of the big fat lads. I played polka the other day against Rory, so I wore it to wrap his head. <laughs> Did you? Did you like it? I saw that video, by the way, of you, uh, him and Pieface when you when you cheered the Scotland goal. Like, like, stunned. Pieface annoyed me. He he's very loud. His sound, but it's like you know when we have Andy Tate well, and we that. go with the headset, put yeah. one on. He's, he's, you have to have one head. Wasn't that that annoyed me? It was the offence in his voice that you didn't like what he liked. I love it. I, 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 find, I think it's just England. I think if you're English, like mm. fully English, and you're an England fan, you won't get it. But I'm full, mostly fully English, really. Yeah, but you're American, Joe. I know my what, mum's what, American. What's your passport, Joe? <laughs> it's American. Right, well, let's, talk about, questions. let's talk about Eduardo Camavinga. We'll Joe come voted back. for Trump. We'll come, yeah, I did, actually. We'll come back <laughs> to... Um, I can't vote in America. Actually, I think I can vote in America if I live there. Yeah. If I live there, I can vote in America, but I never have and I never will. Um, I might do, actually. Camavinga, let's start with him. Look we'll how quickly he derailed my derail. Well, we're going to be talking no, about I that. I think the, the conversation about supporting England or not... Yeah, but we're coming, we're coming back to that. We'll be dick teasing a little bit with the Camavinga news. Okay. I come up with a right good t-shirt idea this morning for, for Paddock, by the way. Go on. We sign Camavinga, have him, a bit like Michelangelo, the Ninja Turtle, saying Carbunga, but instead it says Camavinga. You know See, what? and that would go with, don't remember mind when it. I said the Pau t-shirt, Pau Torres. Yeah. So if we sign Pau Torres, yeah. instead of P-O-W, P-A-U, in like, you know, the Batman style Comic-y Cartoon. pow signs. I'm with, I'm with you. Be good, that, innit? So you can well, have Cowabunga, pow. Someone else will have done them now. Teenage Mutant Ninja Tackler. Very nice. Yeah, very good. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about the Euros then? So we should go straight into England versus Germany. We'll come back to Camavinga. I want your opinion. you on. said you wanted Euros, then you started talking about Camavinga. No, I just don't want you to follow the, your little fucking script. Look, right. I think club and country debate is interesting. I think, for me, it will always be club over country. If England lose tomorrow, I want them to win during the game. If England lose... Final whistle goals, don't care. But how come then you were saying the same thing about when United win the Europa League? 
You said Europa I don't League. care about this tournament. Because Europa League. But I wanted United to win the Europa League. Last 16, leg one, more than I do England to win tomorrow. Really? Even yeah. The Europa League's every season. If you really offered me... It anyway. It's not the biggest tournament. United would have won the FA Cup when Conte beat us. Mm. But we would have won that. But England lose Or tomorrow. England win the World Cup. Yeah. I we win the FA Cup. Same for you? I can't find a fuck to go about England. Really? Yeah. Do you know what? I, I was probably more into, without picking a side, into Portugal uh, and Belgium last night. I was really excited. Good game, that one, it. Yeah. And That's I, what I, I like in terms of For a boring yeah, and game. I had, and I had Janine yeah. moaning at me and Blake trying to make me be a parent, right? Mm. While I'm trying to watch it, I was distracted as hell and I was engaged and enjoying this 1,000% more mm. than I could ever find. And I, like, every team that attacked, I wanted to score. It wasn't like mm. I, I didn't want Portugal to win. I didn't want Belgium then, to win. I just wanted to see a game of football. But then that's the difference between going and watching a film at the cinema and watching your sports team, isn't it? Your, for, your team is the one that you care about yeah, almost irrationally. But, yeah, but when you go and watch, you know, a tenor at the cinema... Yes, Football yes, isn't yes, enjoyable yes, rally around when you the watch character. United, though, at times. You are? Football isn't enjoyable when I watch United sometimes. No. Because I'm so emotional. Well, exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's, but that I, emotional investment it's like is watching, what makes it important. What he, what he said about that game yesterday, I watched it as well. I half went mm. in Portugal to win because of Ronaldo and Bruno. But and I, was, I was more or less a neutral. Yeah. And watching it is more fun. Watching football as a neutral is fun. But it's like, I could go watch... Let me use a boxing... Like, you know Chisora and Takam? Mm. I watched that, yeah. Those two were digging the fuck out of each other, yeah. Just in the corner. It. And I was right in the corner. And I could hear everything. And I was loving it. Mm. You see, when I go and watch Raza fight, yeah. my boy. Shit, isn't it? I'm sh- I can't watch. Yeah. yeah. Do you know I've what had, I mean? I've had like- mates fight for titles. And, like, Rosie Sexton was the first British woman to get into the UFC. And she got pasted by Amanda Nunes. Oh. And, like, only Amanda Nunes can do to Unlucky people. To- Come you know what I mean? And she was like two weight classes below her and everything. And I felt sick yeah. watching it like, oh my but that, God, but no. that feeling though, that feeling is what makes it important and what yeah. makes you go back again. But you're saying that you but do have a little bit of that feeling with that, England though. You just, I'm but, just watching these fights. But, you're, but aren't you saying that you do have a little bit of that feeling with England? Because when you watch England play, you don't enjoy it as much as Portugal. But that's because you don't care about Portugal. I think I supported no, England I, I as almost, United at one point. I am a, a fucking professional contrarian, right? But yeah, I, I also... Um, I, I just like to defy people's expectations. People go using the army. You obviously support England, but I obviously don't. Do you think that's where's the is? fucking correlation with that? You but then also it. there is an expectation that if you're a United fan, you don't support England. But again, I was a very impressionable 14, 15 year old in 1998, mm. and that scarred me. I wrote mm. Joe, I, I, Andy Mitten's editorial in United We Stand 1998 talking about David Beckham closed the door for me on England. Mm. I don't need like. I got carried away. I mean, you're only a few years younger than me, but I don't know if even if you remember it that much. Euro 96 was unreal. Mm. Like, I was 12. I remember so that because I went to a game at Villa Park. It was like a Denmark, you know, and take school kids there yeah. like, to a game. I remember I went to a game, but um, I, I don't remember supporting England as hard in that. The first tournament was France 98, Euro 2000. France 98, you're right. It's like, after that, I started wearing United Greater Than England t-shirts. And, <laughs> like, you know, like, just... Just not caring and all that kind of thing. But I was still a little bit in there with Euro 2000. Mm. There's, a, there's a picture of me as a like, I think I was 12, 13 at the time. I would have been actually 11, 12. 
and like I don't know what newspaper it is, but it's got like Phil Neville's face on the back. Yeah. I'm basically in tears holding it. Yeah. Mum's taking a picture of me. <laughs> but surely don't like, tell me you weren't gutted when Ronaldinho chipped semen or lobbed semen. See, so I'd like, started that, I'd started not giving a fuck that by that point. Me, that yeah, was. like uh, for that game, I watched it in Bar Centro in Ashton Underline, right? I know <laughs> How exactly old were you? Eighteen. Fucking hell, I was in primary school. No, I was 18. We was <laughs> queuing up at seven in the morning to get in there. Really? I reckon they had a fire safety certificate for about 300 people, and it was probably 2,000 <laughs> in there. In it there. was fucking sensational. And it was it like, well, you say you're queuing up at seven in the morning. The game was at like 11 in the morning. Though, we could it? go it to school like, to watch it. Like nine, yeah. It yeah. Was like nine. We could either watch nine. it in school or stay at home and watch it at home. We and watched it at home. I was they, getting they wheeled it. Vodka Red Bulls. Vodka Red Bulls at fucking eight in the morning. It was mint. And then when England lost... I carried on drinking all day, but it wasn't a sad drinking. No. It was a... You know, I, di- I, di- I didn't care. Really? Yeah. See, I do... I, I'm no, not... but I, I love the tournaments, Joe. Yeah, I love the tournaments. But in anything, you end up having one that you rally around at the Olympics, at the Cricket World Cup. At See, it's like, like the Olympics for me. So let's right. say I'm watching Mo Farah race tomorrow. I want him to win because he's mm-hmm. British, English, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. If he loses... I'm not asked, bro. Mm. Not See, asked. He's lost the race. It's yeah. like that with England tomorrow. I want you to win. Come do it. I would love there yeah, to be a, yeah. a parade. I don't, I don't with want the them trophies, to lose. But all the way around the country. Lose, it's like, yeah. bro. All right. Let's get back on focusing on United. Yeah, I'm not Scottish. I'm not actively supporting everyone England play. Mm. I would prefer it because let's be honest. You know. I have a grassroots football team. If England won something, probably get some cash for it mm. or some sort of grant. Do you know what I mean? Like it'd probably benefit me if England did do something because there'd be extra funding and we could probably go around schools and things like that and coach and things. But I don't support England. Like mm. I don't hate them. Do I don't want England, them to lose. England Scotland game. That's the only England game I've ever gone. I saw to. you talk about this the other day. I didn't feel like I belonged. Yeah. Well, and that we, that might be my fault. Well, that like, might be my fault. But it was you in your body feeling the yeah. exact same I was in my body, sat next to me. <laughs> right? So we was on a block, which on the left-hand side of our block was the stairs mm. and then the Scottish fans, right? On the right, the, we was in the sort of the halfway line sort of area. Like halfway round, there was a massive big poppy mural. It was Remembrance Day. It was the 11th of November, England, Scotland. This should be me going, this is sensational. And I was just cringe overload with really? it. It was awful. Then it was a guy wearing a barber jacket, specs, and a pink button-down shirt doing this to the Scotland, to the 3,000 Scotland fans. <laughs> and I just remember just looking and going, well, I don't identify with him. Yeah. I don't identify with him. But he had more fun All the guys singing 10, 10 German bombers. He saw a lot of cock that night. Really? That was more I had fun. <laughs> but it didn't hurt. <laughs> but it didn't hurt. Well, it, did. Well, it, did. it did in the morning. It didn't ruin the You see him not deny it, though. <laughs> you see him not deny it. It was like... Um, yeah. Basically, there's a lot of fellas wearing... Um, Dresses. Hilts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah so... So everyone he saw, said, he was like, are you, are you a real Scotsman? And was, I was like, oh my God, I wish I'd have asked. That's yeah. the most <laughs> wish I'd never question asked. ever, by the way. You go, are you a real Scotsman? Trying to get him get all the knobs out. Yeah. <laughs> I respect that. And then he asked it 30 more times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about you, boys? Bet you didn't show me so your tackle. Yeah. Shouting all that at him. Good lad. Let me just fall with that again. Um, so tomorrow then, what chance have we got against Germany? None. We? He's talking French. Well, no, but come on. Joking. come on. I've heard you say, I've heard you talk I about think England this is week. England's best chance. Mm. Out of the three that we could have got, Portugal, France, and Germany. Yeah. I know Portugal have just gone out to Belgium, but I thought Belgium are looking a little bit better. Mm. Um, 
this is the best chance because Portugal, I think, put them out. Yep. I think Ronaldo, Bruno, who had a stinker of a tournament, mm -hmm. Ruben, not Ruben Diaz, uh, Bernardo, all these lads, yep. they would fuck England, I think. Mm -hmm. France, Kante, Pogba, it's over. Yeah. Um, so I think Germany is the best chance, but then you look at it. Kimmich, Gundogan, it's, it's exactly Muller. You ain't seeing that exactly. ball, man. You look at You look yeah, at their wing backs the as well. Is, is Southgate going to match him up, go three at the back? Because mm. if he doesn't and he goes four at the back, yeah. their two wing backs can have a field day. You see against Scotland. Portugal. It was similar against Scotland. Scotland are a lesser team, mm. but Robertson and the other fullback had acres of space. If you give that to Germany, game over. So, we, we did a thing before with Rio, and he was like, oh, was like, you forget that we didn't beat Scotland. Yeah, but is, right, Scotland. Let, me, let me move on to the and next, England the next section of this, though. They, they play the... What, what's that thing? They play Shite. The, they, no, they right. play the occasion. Yes, we do play so, like, the occasion. They play the occasion against Scotland. That's what happened against Scotland. Oh my Scotland. God, this is Scotland at Wembley. Yeah. And then they, they're going to think in the same, oh right. my God, this is Germany at Wembley. But then let me move on to the next Oh point. my God, Germany are in yes, the quarters. We, yes, we didn't beat Scotland, but we did beat Czech Republic, who just beat Holland. Like, it was a comfortable, almost, nah, no, no, but no, it was a comfortable, almost, almost non-event. Yeah, team. but it was a Holland team that if we faced them, you two would be sat here going, proper we'll lose to them. Proper no, no. Yes, you think we'd no. have beat Holland? Have you seen their manager, bro? I agree, I'm, I agree. But I don't think if we'd have sat here now, you and we had Holland tomorrow, you, neither of you would say, I think we'll beat them. I would. No, I would, I think. You, so, if you your best player is Memphis, there's problems. Yeah. If yeah. your best player, he's, if, he's you, decent, if you've got to rely great. on Memphis, you've yeah. got problems. Well, let me talk about the rest of this it's group. Not Germany, though, is the it? The rest of this bracket, then. So we've got Germany tomorrow. I think it's... The winner of that game. I'm not, even, I'm not even going to give it the old <laughs> if we beat them. I'll just say the winner of that game plays the winner of Sweden-Ukraine. The winner of that game plays the winner of Czech Republic-Denmark in the semi-final. If England... If England this is the, the easiest bracket beat of all time. Germany Basically, Germany are in the final. And don't get to a final. <laughs> if, if England beat Germany and yeah. do not get to a final... Southgate needs sacking. Yeah. He needs sacking anyway. He's the wrong manager. So let's have a look then. Let's say we do beat Germany. Then you've got Sweden, Ukraine. You fancy against either of them. Then it's Czech Republic, Denmark on the other side. Out of those four teams, Sweden, Ukraine, Czech Republic, Denmark. Denmark. That's the tough. That's the tough one. I don't know. I still think Czech Republic have got something in them. And having played us, they'll have analysis on us. They'll, they'll have seen where they went wrong in the first game. And England will go, we've already beat them. Why should we worry? Mm. And that worries me. The spine of Denmark, though, you look, they've got Christensen, mm. Kier. You got the midfielders. Who's in the midfield again? Oh, what's that geezer's name? You got Damsgaard and you got yeah. the striker. What's his face? <coughs> Up top. Um, what's he called from Tottenham? Damsgaard's class, by it's, the way. It's almost. Hoiberg, that's Hoiberg. the one. <coughs> You've got a great spine. It's almost. Team. And Poulsen as well. It's almost oh. like um, Italy because. Casper Dolberg, that's They fair. haven't got um, the mega stars that are lighting up Real Madrid and mm. Barcelona. And a lot of them play domestically. So you think it's a shit team? That Italian team's not shit. And the fact, I mean, I know they conceded one in injury time the other day, but they'd won the game. Yeah. Like, I think the fact that no one scoring against Italy makes them a massive threat. Okay. France are going to be a threat. Do, do you know who else no one's scoring <clears throat> against? Oh, fuck off, Joe. England. Yeah, but, all right, no, but all right, here's a question then. Why is it when Italy don't concede? Because they've not conceded no, since what, 1932. Okay, there's been, I think, <laughs> 10 games. Because Mussolini, Mussolini was on the sideline. This whole thing of... You know, a, de a defensive masterclass from Italy. Fair enough, they are better defensive than ours. But England haven't conceded this tournament either. England are, yeah, you know... They've not conceded for like 30 hours or something. England shouldn't games. have conceded this tournament. Yeah, okay. Look at who they've played. But, all right, well, you know... Holland, and Holland look at the way they've played. Yeah. Look at the, they've, <laughs> okay. gone, they've, 
They've got the bit, one of Played the best Scotland attacks. Scotland didn't let our fucking fullbacks cross the halfway line, yeah. mate. So but Italy of had, course we haven't conceded. Italy drew nil nil with Austria in nine minutes, and then got two two goals in extra time. Yeah, and, then, and they didn't. I mean, they we, weren't crossing. Austria are better than Scotland. What? Austria are better than. Scotland. I agree with that, but you know. Anyway, so let's have a look at the other side of the like, bracket. I love Scotland. Yeah. But I think all due respect, they're one of the worst teams in the tournament. Yeah, and they've gone out, and we've gone third, through top. Statistically, third worst. But surely, though, they went out. We've gone through top of the group. We didn't lose. We didn't concede a goal. I think it's it's to it look at that game and say because we didn't beat them, we scored shit. one more goal. Can I explain you? Yeah, one more point on this old mm-hmm. England thing and club mm-hmm. and country stuff. You see, when you keep saying we, you know, when England lose and mm-hmm. people go you lot to me or try to take the piss out of me, mm-hmm. you don't bother me. Mm-hmm. You don't work. I ju- I think why are you talking to me? Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. What are you doing, bruv? Just gently caressing his water bottle there. Um, so the other side of the... Condensation. The other side of the bracket, Belgium are going to play uh, Italy. Then it's France versus Switzerland and Croatia versus Spain. The winner of those two games will play each other. You put it on the camera. So, so you're time. probably going to get France, Spain, Italy, Belgium, and then the winner of those two games. The, the, the left-hand side bracket should just start figuring out yeah. who's winning it. Yeah, exactly. Um, although, if you, you know, if you were a non-England fan, you would be saying... Someone's got to beat Germany. It's in the one final. of the e- easiest Euros ever. Well, for this, for one for side, England to win, yeah, like, like the same we had with the World Cup. If you want to win, if you want to win the Euros, this is the time. We only have to beat two good teams. We have to beat Germany and whoever we get in the final. You know, and, if and we no, were admittedly, to win it. a poor version of Germany. There's not a lot of balance in the squad. There's no. a lot of experience in the squad, which I think England are sadly lacking. <clears throat> yeah. But it's it's not a vintage Germany side. This isn't no. Germany of you know six years ago or eight years ago. This is a, a Germany side that's probably on the wane a little bit, but still. Deadly. Still got a couple of really good, like you said, Goretzka and Havertz. Despite the mm-hmm. seasons that they've had, uh, they're on par with quite a lot of the players playing for England at the moment. I think both <coughs> of them would start for England, or certainly Goretzka would start in the midfield for England, and Havertz probably, you know, they're yeah. about. So I, I do think that people are overlooking this Germany because it's not vintage for Germany. It's mm. still good for England. Yeah. This England team is not vintage. It's got some wonderful players, but when. You're relying on an injured Harry Maguire to be by far your best centre back. You got problems. Mm. And look, <coughs> you like like we said, that team: Cruz, Gundogan, Kimmich, Goretzka mm. in that Just midfield. I don't think Gundogan's going probably not going to start. There's 400 passes in a game between them lot. Yeah. Sane on the bench. Do you remember when, on like, the bench, bro. for years, Podolski would just still make his way in the that, tournament? That, like if he's in that squad, name? I won't be surprised. Worsens, Worsens, close. He looks. He reminds me of a Podolski yeah. type. Yeah, br- he looks like a cross between Podolski and but Podolski also like just head down and yeah. pat it. And he was brilliant for them against yeah, uh, yeah. Portugal. Um, give, give me effective over talented any time of the week. Yeah, um, Christian Shea with a super chat said, "I've been saying Kamavinga, get him and partner him with someone like Comrade Lima, Austrian uh, midfielder, would have a very effective double pivot." Let's move on to Kamavinga a little bit um, because. He's I have done yet because Mohamed Bouhafsi, yeah, tier one journalist. We've had him on the show before on the on the channel before on the Can tier we say one friend podcast. Of the show? I think one time is we've had him on the show. Friend of Jay's. Two times is friend of the show. He's only been on once. He's only been on once. Well, but no, on. but in get fairness, again, most pe- not many people get him. Is 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 a difficult one to pin down. Um, he is saying that United have officially expressed like interest. Swimming pool. Yeah, he just swims away. Uh, officially <clears> expressed <throat> interest in Eduardo Camavinga. Um, and he said that they're asking for 100 million euros, but that's just a negotiating <laughs> tactic. That's not going to happen. Um, for anyone who doesn't know much about Eduardo Camavinga, uh, you know, would you say you know a lot about him? I think he's. Ta- we've spoken about him before. Yeah. I think he's a fantastic talent, and we've been linked with him for about a year, a year and a half mm-hmm. now. Um, and it kind of felt like maybe he would be someone we'd look at 
as a Pogba replacement. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, he, he, he can play deeper. He played more games this season um, in central midfield rather than in that defensive midfield position. Yep. Maybe that's somewhere that he will take when he's got more experience and things yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I, I've gone for other midfielders because I always thought Camavinga would end up at Real Madrid. Mm. But if there's any way we can get him... Yeah, he's 18. Well, for those who don't played know... played 80 odd games. It feels already. like... Though, <coughs> remember when the SEN signing was coming out yeah, of France? Yeah, yeah. It feels like that chance with yeah. Camavinga at the moment. Um, so for those who don't know, I believe he's 19 now, but only recently turned 19 if he is 19. Um, he was born in Angola, plays in central midfield, made his uh, league on debut at 16 years old. That's why we've been linked for him so long. He's only just 19, and yet we've been linked for him. Got man of the match against Paris, and yeah. everyone went, what is uh, at 16? Yeah. And everyone was like, what is what this is kid? That? Now, the thing is, like you, you mentioned, he's played a lot of games in central midfield. Mm-hmm. He has played a lot of games as a six, and, and Deschamps, when he was giving him games for France, has also yep. mentioned he's he's got all the qualities of, of Kante, and I think he has a lot of the qualities of Kante. I think he's got to improve some of his final third passing. But the kid's 18. Mm. This isn't someone where you go, well, I'm not having him because he's not perfect. Um, there's, there's issues with his game. I think he overly relies on physicality at the minute, but he can because he's rapid and he's he has got that Kante style engine of just being able to go for days. Yeah. But I do think there's there's bits he can add to his game to improve on. Um, and to be honest, if you bring him in and you don't expect him to play week in, week out, because he is still going to play McFred. Mm-hmm. You know, and he might still even keep hold of Matic, although I think that's unlikely. Um, there's some good people for him to learn off there. A great one for him to learn off Michael Carrick. Yeah. Um, and if Michael Carrick can get into someone that young, you've still also potentially got Jimmy Garner and Dylan Levitt, so you mm. could throw him into a mixer with those guys and just see which one rises to the top. Yeah. I rate him highly. And I did a transfer video yesterday when I was looking at, I think there's something in the Varane rumour. I'm almost mm. certain he stays at Madrid. And I think you know, they'll throw whatever at him to keep him. But if he doesn't, and you manage to have a window where you sign Camavinga, Varane, and Sancho, holy shit, we've addressed three problems. Well, let's let's have a look a bit more at Camavinga then, because I've got some stats on him here um, in comparison how to much, the players how who much we is have. Realis- realistically, are we looking at? Like 40, 40, 50 million is what's been oh, touted. Make it happen. So let's compare him to, to Fred then. If he doesn't work out, you can sell him for that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> let's compare him to Fred. When he's 21. Um, his pass completion similar, but Fred's pass completion is higher than you think because mostly he's not making forward passes. Uh, shot creating actions actually higher for Fred, sixty-seven compared to forty-four. Yeah, it's, it's deeper than people yeah. think. Camavinga's tackles one hundred and eleven compared to eighty-eight for Fred. Uh, yeah, there's no bo- one with more tackles. No, they've both played very similar minutes, by the way, ba- around twenty-four hundred each last season. Here's here's the, the huge difference: successful dribbles. Fred twenty-four, Camavinga forty-nine. And Double the amount of you know brings the ball forward, brings it out twice as well as Fred does. So twice important as often. for beating that press exactly. As well. Right, and he, 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 he likes to play on the right hand side of the midfield as well, which is something that. At the moment, none of our big players do. Bruno likes to drift to the left. Pogba drifts to the left. Fred's left-footed. We don't have anyone that likes to play on that right-hand side. Compare him to, to uh, McTominay. Again, similar number of minutes. Uh, Shot-creating actions is high for Camavinga. Tackles more than double Scott McTominay's tackles, 111 to 48. Uh, pressures, again, the way he presses the ball, 628 for Camavinga, 348 for, for McTominay's. Think- Much more industrious and better on the ball than both yeah. Fred and, the problem uh, is, though, it seems like United are third in the pecking order. Yeah, PSG. That's the Real Madrid. Madrid. But are PSG 
looking elsewhere? Are they looking to get? They could be doing a madness. They seem to be linked with everyone we're linked with: Varane, yeah. Ronaldo, Camavinga, Ramos, Ramos. Ramos well, yeah. We're... So like, and I think there's a good chance they get Ramos to be mm. So he's think, perfect PSG. But if they go for those, the Ramos and the Ronaldo signings with 300, 400, 500 grand a week. As for as much money as they've got, Camavinga is going to be a more difficult signing to make. I remember with Donny van der Beek, he was set for Real Madrid and then United mm. snuck in at the end. It may be a little... We might be seeing that happen again with Camavinga. I wouldn't rule it out. I would not rule it out. I think he's more achievable than... I think he's more achievable than Varane because as much as I'm, I am hearing that United's interest in Varane is real, mm. like, quote me on that, yeah. the problem is... Is Varane's interest in United real? Mm. Now that is a That's whole a different, different question, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon Pogba stays. I think Varane would come. If you can put it this way, if you get Pogba, that's essentially four signings in it. So if you re-sign Pogba, you bring in Kamavinga, you bring in Varane. Now for bringing in a young eighteen-year-old French lad, mm. and he plays next to Paul Pogba and in front of Varane, yeah. watch this lad settling. Yeah. You know, and, and then he's going on international duty with them. And, you know, for, for all of the issues that you have with Pogba, professionalism's not one of them. Mm. Like, what a great couple of role models for him to be learning off in, yeah. in the squad. Um, you bring in Sancho for the right-hand side. And, Joe, you know the more I hear about Sancho, the more I think he's an absolute fucking widge, and I love it. Because I think he's got character. Like, Joe, that sort of widge. Not like he's, he's mm. shit. I mean, I think he's, he's a fucking nightmare to coach. Yeah, what, I've been watching some of the behind-the-scenes videos with England and that. And like he, he seems quite assured in himself and still confident and that and that's why South this move this move yeah this move's happening um, mm. and that's the thing when you hear start hearing talk about right Sancho's going to be done yeah right um, Varane Camavinga you start to think this is too good to be true like mm. it's no way this possibly happens but could it be we're actually fucking starting to sort also, our lives out when you actually think though yes I know that's three players Camavinga. Presumably he's coming in as a first-team player, but he's 18, so you're never 100% certain. That's still only two first-team players, which should be the minimum benchmark for a transfer summer. Like, especially if you're as far off as... You know, I know we're not a million miles off, but we're a good, a noticeable chunk away from City and even uh, you know, an informal Liverpool. We can't go and get 99 points like they've done before. I wouldn't have thought so. No. I don't think they can do that. No, I, I'm not sure they can either, but you know what I mean? That's the, that's, that, that's the standard. Do, that's the standard. <laughs> that. He's on about Liverpool, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Getting two first-team <coughs> players shouldn't be that miraculous. Like, oh my God, what a stunning sa- transfer! No, it shouldn't. Winner. But for us, but if you go back in time and sa- see how many times we did it, the last time we best could window since away, sixteen. Zlatan, Pogba, Mkhitaryan, they yeah. were all sens- and even Bay, they yeah. were all sensational off the bat. Well, yeah. wait, though, was it? That's good. <laughs> what was their weight? Nanny Tevis. Anderson, Hargreaves. Uh, done by like May as well. Yeah, brilliant. It was done by the season finished, and it was like, all right, this is done. Um, but in terms of world stars, Sancho is the best young, I think the best young creator in the world. I mean, statistically, it's inarguable. Varane is so one of the team. best defenders in the world. And Camavinga is, again, the best young midfielder in the world. What Sancho brings to the team is more than just him being mm. a good player on the right. You then start to see our forward, whether that's Cavani, Marshall, mm. Greenwood, whoever's in that position... They've now got someone to play off. Rashford doesn't have to play every game. That's the big like, one for me. We can like if Sancho wants to take Sancho one out of done, four games off. Go Marcus. As soon as this off. tournament's finished, go get your operations done. Because I'm, I'm sick of all this. Guys, we've got we've got Ahmad Diallo, mm-hmm. we've got Jaden Sancho, Daniel James, all the Mason like, Greenwood, Marshall. Let, let Rashford miss the first couple of weeks. Do you know what I mean? Let him miss the first couple yeah. of weeks because 
Bringing in Sancho would enable us to do that. You can play him on the left, play Ahmad on the right. You can play Daniel James on the left, play. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Greenwood then gets more opportunities through the middle as well, which yeah. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I think it's. I, th- I think for his progression at this stage now, Mason's got a lot of minutes on the pitch for Man United. He's not short of minutes. Mm. I think him playing thirty to f- you know thirty minutes most weeks as a backup striker now develops him more than sixty minutes most weeks as a right winger because he gets subbed off pretty much every time he plays anyway. I think less minutes, but in his position going forward, especially if he's going to take the mantle of Cavani at the end of next season, that's what he needs. And now he won't have to play out on the right hand side. I, of the I game. think that. It's hard. We're going to go. If we have a good, as good a summer as we hope, I think he goes all in the Harlem basket next season. Do you? I, I, I think Imagine it would be like, we'll be make two scrap, signings this summer. By the way. That's going to be a hell of a scrap. Right, is, is, but if City get Kane, because I don't if think... If City get Kane and PSG get Ronaldo, who's st- fighting us for Harlem? Chelsea. Mm. They'll be back, back, back down to six by then. Unless Mbappe went to... Real the following. <laughs> Who that was that? The chair. <laughs> and Haaland replaced him. <laughs> Sorry, the chair. But I don't think City are going to get Kane and Grealish. They're going to get one, and it's yeah. going to be Kane. Oh, I think it'll be both. Because yeah. it's not going to be both, because if you think... On, I man. could look wrong, but if you think about it, at the moment, I mean, it's, it's happened. It's, ho- it's both <laughs> because Grealish is 100 mil and Kane's 100 mil. Yeah. You're having a laugh. Spurs, <laughs> Spurs, ain't ain't take, kind of money. Spurs ain't taking 100 mil for Harry Kane. No, that's true. And Nora Villa taking well, 100 mil said, for though, Grealish. They're going, to, yeah, they they're going to Tottenham saying, here's 100 million. Like pure Chris Tarrant. And take anything you want that's, from the bottom yeah, shelf. Yeah, exactly. Chris Tarrant, <laughs> here's 100 million. But we're not going to give you that. We're going to give you that and Gabriel Jesus and Bernardo Silva and whoever else. You've got to hope you those players want to go to Spurs, bro. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, not you the, do. not nah, these you days. Don't. Yeah, you do. Nah, you Gabriel don't. Jesus would have... He'd probably be the one most likely to go Spurs. Yeah. Raheem Sterling, he's been talking about wanting to be David Beckham and that. You think he goes Spurs? Yeah, uh, how, how badly... Dude. Laporte don't go Spurs either. And if they want to get rid... When City are getting rid of we players, be getting in they there. get rid of players, right? I don't know whether they're, they're sending someone around no, to have a conversation, is, but those they, they, they go. are going to want to go Spurs. With no European uh, football. They will. With fuck all money. Those players with no manager. Yeah. Those players that uh, City are willing to give away, by the way, would all get in our first eleven. More or less, Sterling would He would. No, he would play on the right hand side for this United. Well, yeah, Tom, this God, without team, Sancho, yeah. United yeah. with Sancho. Though. Yeah. Um, right, we've got a couple of super chats. Sue Cross says, "Love the channel, guys." Hey, Zeus doesn't. What are you on about? I mean, if Ma- you know, over the last couple of seasons, even even a shit Marshall is not better. He's not better. He's got less goals than, than Jesus. This season, but not overall. Okay. City make that many chances. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I would I love Jesus. I actually think Cavani score five goals a season for City. Yeah, Greenwood is already better just than the Jesus. ball just hitting you. Yeah, you just standing, I don't mean to. You just, just standing yeah. on the six yard like just hits you in the knee and goes in. Uh, Sue Cross with the super check says, "Love the He's channel, guys." Outside that fat lad, isn't he? Sorry for the OCD. He's not fucking running. Just want you want to let you know that Sal Niguez is pronounced Saul Niguez. Okay, not Sal Niguez. I'm from Manchester. And when he moves to Manchester, he will also be from Manchester. We'll change the name to Paul. And that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Fair enough. I like the name Saul. You know when Michael Buffer does... Uh, yeah. Saul Canelo. That's the best. That's the best. That's Saul. Matt G with the Super Chat. If Camavinga signed, can you envisage a Pogba scenario where after two good seasons, his agent is looking to move him to Real? Oh, yeah, of course. Barca, what Camavinga's leaving. That's life, bro. Well, you know what you got to do to stop that happening? Win yeah. some fucking trophies. Yeah. And players don't want to leave. I oh, know. 
We never had those problems when we were winning trophies. No. And just, you think if we weren't winning trophies, Tevez would have wanted to fuck off straight? I know he did in the end, but Ronaldo yeah. would have fucked... Like, all these players would have fucked off. extend his loan in the right way, isn't it? Or make it... A yeah, he scored transfer. five goals in his last season. He did. Five league um, goals. But yeah, you never, ever City, forget that. When, when's the last time, when was the last big rumour of one of their top players being like, I need to get out of here? You don't hear it. Or if you do, it's, it's There's slim. a few murmurs because now, though. There is, a few. But you know what I mean? Generally speaking, Aguero's been on the bench for two years. And yeah, he's going to go, but that's because Pep wants him to go. Like, th- when you're winning stuff, people want to stick around, even if they're only playing 25 games a season. Shit, man. Phil Jones has been hanging around like a bad smell for 10 years and went, oh, fuck all. Yeah. But that's, you know, Phil Jones is made, made I more. swear to God, if he you know, turns up with this fucking squad photo this year, I'm going to fucking break Imagine you're Donny van der Beek. He's on, yeah. the, he's on the squad. And you have one bad season for United. And like, people are like, yeah, he's got to fuck off. He's got to go. And then you, and you he sat next to Phil Jones in trailer art. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? How is he getting away with this? And we're not. Like, what? what and then Donny van der Beek's coming and going, what is but have you wa- a Phil oh, Jones? I think Phil what, Jones. What is a Phil Jones? <laughs> Phil Jones is like, what is a Phil Jones? Have you seen that documentary called Kaiser? League. Show the you that? respect. Kaiser. Kaiser. No, not yet. No. The Brazilian greatest footballer that was never a footballer. No. <laughs> so he basically used to sign for clubs, the biggest and best clubs in the world. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Vasco, da Gama, Botafogo, all these teams yeah. in Rio. He signed for them all, even signed for a few abroad and that. And he'd never, ever played football. So how he started was he said to, I think it was like Vasco or whoever, oh, I played for a French team in thingy like Ajaccio or something like that. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, sound, come and sign up and that. And then he'd sign up, do the physical training. He was fit and that. Whenever he'd have to play football, whenever he'd have to play football, yeah, yeah. he'd fake an injury or he'd punch a fan, or he'd do something crazy. So then he'd get paid for about three, four, five months, not play football, move to another club. So how does he keep and getting moves, though? Did that. Who's, who's his PR team? You, have you heard of Graham Souness? It was like the, it was like the 50s, 60s, like... In was, the Premier no, League anything. era, though. In uh-huh. the Premier League era, when videos are thing. And here's the thing about Ali Deer or Graham Souness, for those who aren't aware. A guy phoned up Southampton and was like, Aya, uh, I'm George Weyer. Can I recommend my cousin to come and play for you? And they were like, why not? Two things just to clarify. Graham Souness was the manager of Southampton at the Correct. time. And George Weyer was World Ballon d'Or winner. Yeah, World Player of the Year. So that's not a weird conversation for anyone. So just take that phone call and yeah. be like, yeah, we'll take him. Now, I would understand you taking a look at someone and bring him into training. Give Let's him a have trial, a look at him. perhaps. We'll do a little bit of a rondo. Yes. Maybe we'll play five a side. And at no point has someone gone, well, he's fucking pony, isn't he? Yeah. No, Graham Souness didn't do that. He went... Let's put him on the bench for... Who were they playing? Was it Forrest or someone like that? Right. Let's put him on the bench and then I'll bring him on. Mm. Like, just... And was he just an amateur, non-existent, just terrible footballer? It wasn't even that good. <laughs> just me. It was just, just me. It was so bad. <laughs> it was literally like a guy like had heard of the idea of football and just ran on the pitch and tried to play it like someone described so then, it. Yeah, so then you, you go back 30 years where the internet doesn't exist, CCTV Yeah, and Kaiser, look, he played exist. for Puebla, Botafogo, Flamengo, <laughs> Gazalek, <laughs> yeah, Bank, he signed for. Fluminense, Vasco da Gama. He had 12 America, years. America, RJ. So look, what he used to do as well, there's a bit in, there's a bit in the documentary. And I guess it's true. Because they I've react been, a lot of I've stuff. I've just been at Vasco da Gama. Oh, mm. shit. He reenacts a lot of stuff and he'd like be in the dressing room and he'd, he'd have a phone call ring and he'd go, 
Oh, Real Madrid. <laughs> just, not even a person's name, just the club. Oh, Man United, how you doing, mate? You all right? Like, what? Did he just, is he, in the phone, oh, he, he just saved us, Man United. Sort out the parties for all his teammates, the girls, everything. Uh, so they always wants to keep him. He was in. the banter. He was the king. I love He's that. He's a G. Watch the, when you get it. He was old, Lee Grant. It. Wasn't quite it? emotional it? at the end. Phil Jones. Who's got the bag? Oh, for anyone who hasn't seen Amazon it. Prime. Amazon Prime. What's it called? Uh, Kaiser. K-A-I-S-E-R. And if you've got Amazon Prime, subscribe to our Twitch, you get a free one. Yes, exactly. Um, Right, let's have a little talk about, speaking of, um, you know, football, great segue, Luke Shaw has been running his chops, hasn't he? Um, Talking about Jose Mourinho, I need to get your opinions on this, but let me just read some of the quotes first. Luke Shaw basically responding to the fact that every time Jose Mourinho gets asked about Luke Shaw, he slags him off, and he has done for about three years. (laughs) Including whilst he was still the manager of Manchester yeah, United. Yeah, press conferences at Old Trafford. Yeah, <laughs> saying he doesn't have a brain. If he had my brain, he'd be half a good player. Uh, so Luke Shaw said... After I don't, one of his best performances of that season. Yep, he said... <laughs> I don't really My brain and his body. I don't really understand it, to be honest. I don't know why he's still going on and wanting to point at me. I don't feel like the set pieces were as bad as he was saying. I might have done one in the second half, a corner that didn't get over the first man, but that was one out of three. The other two or three, I don't think, were as dramatically bad as he says. Look, he's got to do his job. He's got his opinion. And, I, and I'm reading this bit out on purpose because a lot of the more inflammatory quotes are the only things people are seeing. And he does sort of put it in a package of, I get that he's a pundit. Uh, he's got his opinion. I'm used to him saying negative stuff about me now. So I just pass it by. I leave it. I ignore it. I focus on what the coaching staff say here, what Gareth says, and that's it really. And then he says, his voice is obviously very big. He likes to talk a lot about me, uh, as everyone has seen recently. But he's got his own voice. He can say what he wants. The big thing was where he said... Uh, he continuously talks about me. I find it quite strange. Even some of the lads have said, what's his problem? Why does he keep talking? Nah, the best bit he just needs that. to move on. Hopefully he can find his peace and finally move on and stop worrying about me. Clearly I'm in his head a lot and clearly he thinks about me a you lot. You missed out the best bit which where he is, goes. Um, I think he he's a, a great manager, pa- but the past I, is the past. <laughs> I think he was a brilliant manager, but you know, the past is the past. <laughs> it's time to move on. I'm trying to move on, but obviously he can't. So... That's a that is an unusually if I was Luke Shaw as well, I would have said and he was a shit footballer. Yeah, and he was a shit footballer. <laughs> but that's an unusually robust response to that kind of thing, isn't it? But about time. What do you reckon to that? Um I, I'd have loved it if it had just come out and gone rent free, Jose, rent free. Or just something along something as I mean on he the kinda nose. Did. I know he did, but <laughs> yeah, like yeah, really yeah. more on the nose. Yeah. And because something a bit more succinct than the paragraph that he gave him. Yeah. Um but he's not wrong. No. Jo- Jose is so bitter. These last couple mm. of years, he didn't take the, the United sack him. He didn't take the United job well, but he not took the United sack him well. His entire time at Spurs, he just seemed to be sniping at United all mm. the time. Now he's on TalkSport, which is a genius move from TalkSport. Um, and I'm sure his press conferences at Roma is going to be talking about Luke Shaw mm-hmm. and United. And you know, even like he has digs at Lukaku and that all the time as yeah. well. So... I don't think Luke Shaw's on his own in this. Um, he very clearly had his favourites. Um, but I think... Th- Jose's trying to put it all on Luke Shaw. Mm. Um, and I think Jose probably takes some responsibility because Oli's shown that actually a different management style is getting a hell of a lot more out of mm-hmm. Luke Shaw than, than he was. So I think he has to take that on the chin. I think Luke Shaw needs to take a bit of responsibility for his own performances at the time as well. Um, because they weren't without criticism justified. Mm. I think they were some performances that, that warranted it. The the his brain, my brain and his body one was one of the most bizarre fucking mm. comments I'd ever seen. And proper like 
schoolboy mean as well that in it that's like he's a thick fucker but without what's me, interesting like, as that's well that's mean that they commented about <laughs> public as well um about i uh, i think he said something on the lines of uh, i knew i'd outlast him mm. and if you remember at the time when i think it was tony marshall signed his contract there was a there was a report at that time saying mm. Anthony Marshall is confident that he will outlast Jose Mourinho, yeah, yeah. and it's like everybody seemed to be thinking that in the dressing room at mm. the time, and it can't be the only club where that happens, but where people start thinking, "Well, I'm going to be here longer than you." In bro. football, that must happen all the time now. I don't think that's the case at City. I don't think any player signing for them thinks I'm going to outlast Pep because if he wants yeah. to, you don't he's sign for, for people life. thinking that. No, because but, when no, people sign for a manager, the manager's all nice and that. Yeah, but I mean, if you sign for Watford in the last five years, you're thinking, who the fuck is the next <laughs> yeah. manager that I'm going to yeah. be managing? Under? I think Who's going to be managing next month? Yeah, there's more stability. People now will like United. that though because they'll think I can get out of this club easy. Yeah. The the, the Luke Shaw's been here seven years. Mm. Isn't that mad? Yeah. It is mad. Yesterday, seven years yesterday. And he's the best he's ever been now, comfortably, I think. People talk I about this sort of mythical... I still was he was you know, bro. better than now. Watch no some chance. videos of him before that leg break, bro. He was so fucking fast. He was, but he wasn't as effective as he is now. Going I, don't, forward. I, don't. I never think I his think final he was as good know. as it was now. Shut up. You saying Bolt was fast? He's fucking shit. That's true. What do you make of these comments then? From sure, I love it. He's my yeah. left back for I the knew you'd foreseeable love it. I future. I knew you'd love it because you don't like Jose and you like animosity. And so I this like is Shaw. perfect for you. I like I I one of my things with Shaw is I've always found he's a bit of a pussy. Mm. He doesn't want it enough. Mm. But when I hear things like that, it makes me respect him. Yeah, you get in front of him at a buffet and watch how much he wants it. And like, <laughs> do you like I like the little knock. What would he say to him? Someone said that Rent in the comments. Free Someone said that in the comments. <laughs> what would Shaw say about Steve's comments in, over the last eighteen well, months? My comments are perfectly justified. But also, I slagged him off six months ago. Yeah. Since then, I've been supportive of him because his performances have improved. And that's how it works. I'm not Jose Mourinho. Him. I'm not sitting here going he's shit. The mm. last six months of his. Uh, United performances were fucking very, very good. Yeah, and also to be fair to Luke Shaw, he hasn't come out and said I was great under Jose. I don't know what he's on about. He said I don't know why he's still talking about me, which is a different thing, isn't it? He's not said he was wrong in what he used to say. He's saying no, he has. You can shut up. He has because he says like it was a hard time working under him. Yeah, but that's he talks about it. Yeah, but I mean, I think he's saying like I don't think he means. I, Mourinho's head. I don't know what he's on about because surely Luke Shaw knew he wasn't brilliant for quite a while. Mourinho's head went. The summer we got Delow and Lee Grant. And mm. That was over. game over, wasn't it? Game over. Yeah. yeah, but it's almost understandable. He's like, listen, I've just come second. We're going to push on now. And they're like, well, kind of. Yeah. Did you want a third choice goalkeeper? No. Well, that's what you're fucking getting. How about a backup left back? He's Portuguese. Mm. Uh, I guess. But no. Mm. He's young. And Fred, Fuck who you yeah. don't really like. Yeah. And Fred, who you don't know. Yeah. You've never heard um, of him. All right, they're good. Where's the fucking players I Where's wanted? Where's Harry Maguire? Oh, we'll get him next year when Ollie's the manager. You're fucking gone. Also, just as a quick extra point, how much do you think it stings Jose that he, when you look at like the like the sort of pros and cons, ticks and crosses, Ole is getting more out of more players than Jose was out of those same players? He like, would say there's less. Like Marshall's gone no down. trophies. Mar- and yeah, he would. That's fair. But, but there's, there's, comment. But there's a not what he would say, but what do you think he thinks? Because there must be part of him that thinks Pogba's better he than He thinks was. that. Sure I would think that if think? I was him. I'd think, where's your trophies? Yeah, Obviously, be- as a professional and as someone that would be arrogant, like you'd think, where's your fucking trophies to show yeah. for it? But then, if you were being realistic about yourself, this club, this team now, is set up for long, longer-term success, mm. whether that's with or without yeah. Oli. Yeah. And they sacked you. They haven't sacked Oli. 
Yeah, mm. that's true. He's still got a chance to prove it. Whereas Jose's trophies at United are set and they're done and they can't be changed. Ole could win who knows what no, in the and next he's been three. very close to picking up other trophies and he, yeah. he does have to get over that line that's no excuse he, he, yeah. has to, he, has, he should have won the Europa League this year that yeah. was a failure you know it, that doesn't mean like, I don't know where this thing's become now if you fail that's you you're done mm. like Jesus Christ like I think people look at like the likes of Pep who yes he's only won Champions Leagues with Lionel Messi in his team but generally speaking wins year in, year out, no matter what. Mm. I think people look at managers like that and think, why don't United have that? Well, why don't United matter. have that We success? don't have the resources. Listen, what, well, yeah, you I give know. him to Bournemouth, do you think he keeps them up? No, I agree. No, he doesn't. What, you know what I mean? That's the, that's the that's, benchmark, that's the comparison, isn't it? Because people are fucking idiots. Yeah. At the end of the day, if, if we'd have been allowed to spend 830 million on 25 first-team players that would have already just won the league... Uh, I would have expected us to have something to show for that. We should especially have had a trophy had a, by now. Especially yeah. if they'd have had a consistent um, sporting director in place that was sort of strategically planning where the club was going to go for two years prior to the arrival of a certain manager. We've not had that. We've lurched from David Moyes with no plan don't, don't, to Louis van Gaal, who seemingly had some sort of a plan, but then you go to Jose Mourinho. The problem with getting Jose after Louis is they've got a personal relationship mm. and they don't fucking like each other. So when you have players like Memphis Depay, who's since gone on, improved his career and looked good, he got four minutes under Jose because he's close to Louis. And he was like, anyway, you like Louis Van Gogh, don't you? Get the fuck out of my dressing room. Daily Blind. Yeah, you're really good. Get the fuck out of my dressing room. And these rumours as well that Jose comes in and goes, who's the one? Him. I hate him. And I'm going to show you what it's like when I hate someone. And they're gone no matter what. Yeah, so don't be, don't be like him. Don't be like him. And, and then he'll and bring Memphis in, was that guy. He'll he? bring in or he'll find... A number of people that can do no wrong. Yeah, like Hoiberg at, at, at Spurs, Matic at United. Yeah, he likes that. Miles Van Aten with a super chat. He says, pre and post Madrid Jose seem to be the argument, but honestly, it's pre and post medical team bust up. That's the big change for him and his career. What do you think of that? Eva Carnero? That sort I, of think, I think it's like pre -post when we talk about England and why I don't love England as much as I once did, it's a gradual thing where yeah. so many different events have happened that have made me think, oh, fuck this shit. Yeah. Same with Mourinho, I think. It's, it's gradual. Like, you don't just end up there because Eva Canero and you had an argument. And uh, Rui Farrier leaving being the sort of final straw? Big, big, big help. Big, massive, I think massive. like losing people, like he doesn't have those Latins and that anymore either. Mm. Have you seen the Latin trailer, by the way? Yeah. For his good. movie. But I, I, anyway, back on that, it's, yeah. <laughs> I think it's pre and post, isn't it? Because I think... Yeah. Yeah, because um, uh, what he achieved at Porto was, 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 was sensational. Up. What he achieved at Chelsea was sensational. And it was a throwaway comment on him sacked at Chelsea. He was like, if you don't like it, you could sack me. And he was like, hey, you're right, I can't go sit in my office. And then, <laughs> then he sacked him. Um, he wasn't actually going right for him perfectly at the time mm. at Chelsea. But then when he went to Inter, he'd already been damaged. Now, he was damaged, but still extremely successful. Yeah. But he changed. He, that was when he became the park the bus win at all costs, no matter what. And that was different to what he had at Porto. At Porto, mm. they were very front foot. They were very free-flowing. They were a fucking absolute machine of a team. Yeah. And that was exactly what he had at but Chelsea. But that Inter Milan team, I know that you know you can say, oh, sit back, win at all costs. That's one of the greatest teams of all time. It that is. season. But, to stop Barca winning three in a row as well the, and dominating them. That's where that marker is, though. Yeah. It's pre and post Inter. So whatever happened between losing that Chelsea job, maybe he thought Inter could never get sacked. And that was what hurt him mm. from the Chelsea job. Because obviously he never got sacked at Porto. It was sensational at Chelsea until mm. he got sacked. So maybe, and I don't know the answer to this. I'm theorising. 
maybe it was his confidence <laughs> took a knock when he first got sacked. Then obviously mm. he was extremely successful, won a treble, won a title, um, hyper successful with that Inter team. They've never come close to replicating that again since. No. Then he takes the Real Madrid job where he's up against Guardiola and possibly one of the greatest teams ever. He was already damaged by the time he got to Madrid. He'd already been the... Oh, what did they call the... Inter's the, the only club where he would have got the time to refresh mm. what he'd done. Basically, he, he played a, 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 a... I can't remember the name of it. There was a name for three defensive midfielders, which is something that he started at Inter and continued at Real Madrid when coming up against Guardiola teams. Mm. Three defensive anchormen. Yeah. And... He never would have done that at Chelsea. In the well, he won days. one oh. league title in his three years at Real Madrid, didn't he? Didn't win the Champions League. Broke a lot of records. Broke a lot of top-scoring team, top scoring yeah, team I mean, of all time scored. up until this. And maybe that was broken a couple of seasons ago, but certainly for a long period, over 100 goals, 109 goals or something ridiculous but in I the think league. If you was trying to analyse where he was broken, I think either I think pre and post Inter is the time to look at that. Mm. I think he probably saw he could become successful being the counter-attacking guy. Um, Real Madrid did very well doing that and played some brilliant football as well. Like they, they weren't a shit counter-attacking side. There was just a bit an effective counter-attacking side that happened to have, you know, Ronaldo and uh, I think it was pre-Bale, wasn't it? Mm. Um, but like they had some you know, Kaká and Ozil was incredible. Yeah, they had some sensational players. Yeah. And then, then he comes back to Chelsea briefly. Eva Canero won a league. Goes. Let's not yeah, forget he did. Yeah, uh, which they were doing every eighteen months or so. They'd get a new manager and then they'd win the league, and then. It obviously went tits up there. He comes to United. He wins a couple of pots. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, you know, you've never seen Jose at Spurs. And then at Roma. Ago. And now at Roma, yeah, who are you know, definitely a second tier European I wouldn't be surprised if he won the, in, the league or something with Roma. The league. But, but now Can you look at, with look the at Inter like going to dip off? Juve are going to dip Conte, off. They? Yeah. Um, they could have a chance. You mentioned Ronaldo before there, Steve. Um, let's just briefly talk about the game yesterday. I know you sort of said that you enjoyed it. That Belgium-Portugal match, Didn't talk the first myself, 60 minutes was boring as fuck, though, if we're honest. I, I enjoyed the whole game. Yeah, I'm not... It's not necessarily... It's was not about a, goals. It was a battle. I, I agree that it's not all... You know, not every game is about goals. I thought Belgium wanted to hold the ball but c- couldn't somehow and Portugal's build-up play was so slow that it was boring. I thought the Italy They should have gone for it earlier, 10 yeah, minutes earlier. game, that was nil-nil. That was much more exciting to me than the Portugal yeah, yeah, yeah. game. The, the problem with the Italy just game, about goals. Italy was only attacking with three and four men at a time. Yeah. The, like, the midfield and the rest of the team never really... Like they kept... That, is that because of the, uh, the age of the defence? They just kept the defence back and they just attacked almost with whoever was like near it. Mm. Like they never attacked as a team. And I thought that was why they weren't scoring. Yeah. But maybe that's why they don't concede. Yeah, because they're not doing that. I, I still think it wouldn't shock me to see them in the final. To be honest, mm. well, it's Croatia versus Spain starting in I believe ten minutes. Yeah, uh, and then later on tonight, I'd be very shocked if there's an upset in that. What, what with Spain hence, being the favourites? Yeah, hence it be an upset. I, I I think Spain go through on that. The <laughs> thing is, they're fucking boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jordi Alba touches the ball about 2,000 fucking times a game. It's fucking boring. Mm. Um, and obviously, they don't have any f- sort of focal point for their attack. So it's just fucking eight idiots passing away and other eight idiots. I like, think that's, that side of the draw is opening up for France, though, man. France I don't, I don't think Belgium were very... They've got a tap in against Belgium France. weren't... They were better, but they weren't great. No. Um, I'm not convinced by Martinez. Um, I'm glad Portugal are out because it means Bruno gets a rest. Yeah. I thought when he came on yesterday, he did... Some very good things, mm. but he also did those things where it's like, he, you know, what he does a lot. 
he just fucking shoots for no mm. reason, bro. And you're thinking, what are you? He looks to me like you've he's wasted got that, possession like, there. It's just a turnover, and it's like he's got that, your like, brain mental on? fatigue. He's not that just like his legs are tired. Like his head is tired. He works like at home. Like sometimes yeah. he won't just put his foot on the ball and calm shit down. But then he was picking some passes that were immaculate. Yeah. Like he's some really crosses as well that no one managed to get properly on the had a stinker of a tournament though, to be yeah. fair. Um, right, before we go, Wally of the Week. I know it's not football, but can we say Matt Hancock for just Matt looking around the corner and going, come on, he gets a big snog. Although he's the part of you that thinks this is the sexiest he's ever been because he's the biggest dork, loser-looking bloke ever. In it, Shit boy, stares that, at the camera too much and yet somehow there's still hope. All you have to do is be the fifth most powerful person in Parliament it's a, a shame that he's not. It's a it shame is. that he's not. Clearly. In, um, in government no more, though, because he's an absolute meme. Well, he's still it? in government, isn't he? He's like, still do you see MP. the way, like, do you, like, when he used to sit down on the bench, like, like a fucking nah, Toy Story toy? That? Yeah. Have you seen that video of him with the lady where she's interviewing him? Yeah, he's a weirdo. He's, he's just staring at that. Right he's a wrongan bro. Them man are all wrongans. They all fuck pigs and things like that. Okay. That is libelous and not true. That is an allegedly on that You have to say some of them have fucked pigs. Some of them Allegedly. Fuck them, man. Who was it? Cameron. Fuck them all. Take me to court. All right. I think they will. Matt Hancock. Do it. I'll be... I'll be... There with your wife. You'll be there with a pig mask on trying to... Looking to take path. Any other wallets of the week? Uh, Matt Hancock. The fucking FA. Go in on. the middle of all this lot are like, we're going to uh, give Gareth a four-year extension. Oh, yeah, that. Fuck Why? That. Wait, what? Yeah, they like, no matter what happens, you can it's stay. It's not yet, though, is it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's on the table, I There's think. still time. It's a There's disgrace. Why, though? It's but, a disgrace. Like, what benefit is there to do... Like, Are you going to ward off the... There's tens of clubs trying to get him. Like, I haven't who's even gonna seen tr- that. Who's going to try and get him? MK Dons. Mm. Like, you're not going to stop any top clubs great. fucking getting him. Spurs will go for him. Oh, well, that's Spurs going for him. Do yeah. us a favour and take him. So, who are you try- what is the benefit of offering him a contract now? Mm. Maybe some players on the fence go, fuck it, I am going to go play for Jamaica. Fuck this shit. <laughs> like, what, yeah. what, what benefit is it to give him fucking Southgate an extension? That I mean, shit. Yeah, Especially like right. when the decision's made. Like, what is that? and you know it's funny like I've already seen a few comments people go oh, you get on Southgate's back but not on Ollie's back we know if Ollie was to fail as much as this guy he would be sacked I got a question mm. for you like he would be sacked Ollie gets a lot of criticism Ollie would for win not the Euros with that right he gets a lot of criticism for not making subs right mm. you tell me when we were ever nil nil in a game and he had Grealish Sancho Rashford and Calvert Lewin sat there playing fucking ping pong. Right, and not bringing them on, and not bringing them on. It's not like having, it's not like having fucking Dan James, no. uh, and an old matter, and going, and yeah. <laughs> what am I gonna do here? Mm. Um, my front three with Cade was Grealish, Sancho, Rashford. Was it? <laughs> and like all sat on the bench. Um, a final uh, Wally of the week. I'm going to put UEFA in there as well for not allowing um, the Allens Arena to put the. Uh, pride colours on the Why? stadium because they, were playing, because they were playing Hungary and Hungary have recently passed some anti-gay laws and they were like we they said it's the, political we don't want the political of side of it so well, what I did rate was so loads of German they, stadiums and, and places why are they allowing fucking uh, yeah exactly so loads of German stadiums and places put up pride flag lights on their stadiums like I mean, Volkswagen changed yeah, their advertising just the load of them did it um, and I mean it's one of those things that it's, it's a bit of a sort of token gesture anyway 
like you know do something more than just putting lights up but Hungarian, don't stop them doing that Hungarian fans was like fucking had a march against it yeah exactly so they, they basically folded on how that how can you have a march against people being gay bro yeah. it don't make sense no Exactly. Imagine yeah. being so for you, bro. Why are you, why are you stressed? <laughs> yeah, Imagine exactly. being so asked about what other people do. Yeah. It's, like, it's like when Pie Face was like, why don't you like England as Steve, much as Steve, stop me? putting cock in your mouth. <laughs> like, oh, imagine yeah. being like, why don't you like... Does it matter what no, I, I like? I love the exactly. face when I celebrate it. <laughs> right. And I literally said, that's on. like cheering a Liverpool goal. No, Houseway. It's no, it's not. Um, that's going to be all from us. Uh, let us know if you have a Wally of the Week in the comments as well. Uh, this podcast is available, if you don't know, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from. Just search Stretford Paddock Podcast. You'll find it uh, and make sure you, you check it out on there. Um, thank you very much again. Adam, thank you for coming on. Stay as well. Thank you again for watching us at home. We'll see you in a bit. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.